I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. The main two things that you can make material from are experiences and observations. Kind of similar but not really. Experiences means these are things that nangyari sa'yo. Observations naman is something that you observe. Doesn't necessarily happen to you but things na nakikita mo sa society. Thoughts na naiisip mo. So yun. Sobrang iba niya, di ba? Topic-wise. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another solo episode, another Di Makatulog episode of Bago Matulog with Red Oliero. My name is Red Oliero. Please do not be disappointed because there is no other host of this show. I mean, it's not Bago Matulog with uh, Pepe Herrera. So, yes, it is I. And uh, this solo episode will talk about the process my process of stand-up comedy. My process of uh, creating the joke from conceptual to being stage-ready. If you are a stand-up comedy practitioner and you think na this will be like, okay, this is how Red does his jokes. Pag ginawa ko to, gagana siya. Let me just tell you na I have also done my research with how all people do their processes and everything. And iba-iba yung process for everyone. Literally everyone that I've met has a different process of stand-up comedy. The end goal is all the same, which is to make material for stand-up. And that's the one thing that you need to really zone in on, is that remind yourself na comedy siya, and it's not something to say na para maangas ka or magpakul ka or anything. The, the primary and main and only objective of stand-up comedy is to make people laugh. Anything else comes with it, bonus na lang yun. Okay? So, may mga tao, I think, they misinterpret my material as something as, Oi, uh, he's trying to say something or nag-preach siya, may laman yung comedy mo. I'm sorry to disappoint you. All of that was done primarily to make people laugh. I ain't trying to send a message or change the world or anything. I just want to make people laugh. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not less, uh, it's not lesser comedy. It's not more terrible or it's not more, uh, more cheap. Uh, it's not cheaper comedy. It's just that may integrity and honor in making people laugh in using irreverence and and observations and experiences and and being vulgar in a funny way you know what i mean so okay yun yung una mong ano if you're planning to do stand up comedy you're not there to preach you're not there to be cool or anything you're there to make people laugh okay 
So when people say in art, you have to think outside the box. Sa stand-up comedy, hindi ko naman sinasabing ikahon mo yung sarili mo. Pero there is this one big box of it is still comedy. Okay? The moment that it's not making people laugh anymore, you're just offending people. I myself, as a comedian of 15 years, uh, I feel like hindi na siya stand-up comedy. Alright. So, here's what I always tell people. The main two things that you can make material from are experiences and observations. Now, making comedy material from experiences and observations kind of similar but not really. Okay? One thing that main difference nila is that experiences means these are things that nangyari sa'yo, maybe a story that you want to tell that happened to you and uh, you, you can tell it on stage. Observations naman is something that you observe. It's something that doesn't necessarily happen to you, but things that you observe that you want to tell people, things na nakikita mo sa society, things, thoughts na naiisip mo. So yun, sobrang iba niya, di ba? Topic-wise. Kasi experiences nangyayari sa'yo eh. Let's start with experiences. Kasi experiences are, para sa akin yun ang, should be the jumping point of all stand-up comedians na nagsisimula. If you learn to make your experiences funny on stage, yun na yung parang simulang path mo into stand-up comedy. Observational comedy is much harder, I believe. Well, para sa akin. Because I started just doing experiences as my jokes. I think ang pinakamagandang experience, uh, tawag din, ang pinakamagandang samples of jokes ko from experiences are my fat jokes, yung dinudutut yung suso ko. I did have a friend na parating yun yung ginagawa niya sa akin, dinudutut niya yung suso ko. And I just explored that part of it. Everything else na sinabi ko on stage may or may not necessarily be true, but it was exaggerated and grounded. And that exaggeration is grounded on the truth in which na ganun talaga. May, may, guma, may gumagawa talaga sa akin nun. And the way I just told it on stage is a bit exaggerated. So, very easy. You take something na nangyari sa'yo and then turn that into a funnier story. Ganun lang. Alam mo yung panagkukwento ka sa pamilya mo or something. Tapos, nilalagay mo ng build-up yung mga, yung mga kwento. Iniiwan mo yung pinaka-juicy part sa dulo. ba? Ganun lang yun. It, it's just that. There's a whole show on Comedy Central ata. Na, nakalimuto ko yung title, pero the whole show was uh, was based on telling true stories na nakakatawa. And ganun lang ang experiential comedy. Experiential comedy, pangit pakinggan. Ganun lang ang jokes from uh, experiences. I got, parang dati, pumasok ako sa isang elevator na puno, tapos nag, nag-buzzer siya, tapos umalis ako. And I thought that was embarrassing. So, yun lang yung experience ko at the time. That was completely just that. There was a time na sumakay ako ng elevator, crowded yung tao, umalis ako because nag-buzzer siya, nag-alarm siya, umalis ako sa elevator. So, nung hindi ko pa siya ginawang joke, it was just that bad memory. Yun lang siya. So, I took that bad memory and picked it apart. Why did I feel embarrassed? I felt embarrassed because 
one yung mga taong na, na nakikinig sa uh, na nakita ko parang nakakatawa kasi parang pumasok at tas bumigat yung elevator umalis that's one embarrassment you felt embarrassment because it was in front of people two something about that buzzer man na, na parang pagdating mo parang eh, parang gumanon siya so parang mali ka eh, no? parang wrong choice ka eh, di ba so yun na yung naisip ko pangalawa pangatlo nireject ako ng elevator naisip ko yan that I framed that memory this way I got rejected by the elevator so I could jump off from a lot of jumping off points na being fat na nireject ako ng women dati kasi I had a joke about that so may something about that sentiment eh, na ang nangyari sa akin again ang, a memory was dumating ako pumasok ako sa elevator maraming tao nag-alarm siya tapos nungubas ako kasi hindi siya pwede mag-proceed dahil overweight na elevator Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Pero, when I framed it as nireject ako ng elevator, iba na siya. It's a different thing. Yet, it's the same It's the same memory, di ba? So, that's how you make it funny. You just give it a little different framework, di ba? Kasi I believe my actual punchline was nireject ako ng non-living thing. Because, you know, elevator wasn't funny enough. Tapos sinabi ko, it was built to serve man. Pero nung time na yun, nireject ka niya. Ganun, ganun kasama yung trato sa marataba. Diba? Ganun yung, ganun yung joke. So, if I just told the story as is, nakakaawa lang siya But, binigyan ko siya ng angulo na nireject ako ng something na ginawa ng tao para servisyoan ng tao. Diba? Now, it's funnier. But it's still the same coming from the same bad memory. Ganun lang, ganun lang, guys. I mean, I know it's harder than... It's hard. Uh, I'm gonna say it's hard. And hindi porkit naisip mo siya in a framework that way na gagana siya. Pag nung una ko naisip yan, syempre, you have to test it out on open mic and then you have to test it out sa gigs. Tapos kung nag-survive siya, like if you give him enough test na, na gumana siya and everything, hindi pasa na siya na ano. Pero siguro if you're writing material... Chances are like 60-40, 70-30 is a great rate. Like 30% ng material mo makes it. That's already a good good rating for me. So, yeah, sometimes hindi talaga, minsan nakakatawa sa'yo, hindi siya nakakatawa sa ibang tao. Minsan, hindi siya masyado nakakatawa sa'yo, sobrang kill siya sa ibang tao. May mga ganyan talagang shit. So, anyways, yung proseso niyan is uh, that making that experience just sound you know, more palatable ba? Or more funny lang to people? You know what I mean? Kasi may mga ibang tao, when they tell the story, they don't do any work. 
like, oh, may nangyari sa akin and I'm gonna tell the story as it is. Tapos makita ko sila and then I'm gonna tell them, oh, ba't di mo siya tina... Ba't di mo... Pwede mo naman sabihin na ganito, ha? Tapos sabihin niya, hindi naman yung nangyari sa akin, eh. It doesn't fucking matter, man. It... <laughs> Are you here to tell the truth? If, if you're just telling the truth, eh di magbasa na lang ng dyaryo sa set, di ba? You gotta, you gotta make it funny, man. We can, you gotta make these truths funnier and, and more entertaining. That's your job as a comedian. You're not just out there to tell truths, okay? Alright, now let's let's move on to how do I how do I do observations naman yan, Okay? Um, may nagsabi sa akin, when you nagsabi sa akin, or may, may nabasa ako na stand-up comedy lang is the only profession in the world where you can use every experience or everything that happened to you ever. Okay? So, if I'm running out of material or if I feel like I want to do something, my senses are always on. So, pag tinatanong sa akin ng mga tao, when do you write or how do you write your material? I, sabihin ko sa kanila, I write 24-7, man. As long as I'm awake, nagusulat ako, yung utak ko. If I'm doing something, pumunta ako sa bank ko, magdideposit ako ng bills, meron ako six cents on things na na-observe ko na parang, uy, pwede to ha, uy, pwede to ha. Parang, uy, pag nakapila rito, may nakapilang guy, tapos may nakapilang ibang guy, may nakapilang girl, how, para sila nakalinya, na-observe ko yung lahat. It's not something I consciously do. I think it's just because it would take years and years of observing. Kasi ako, mahilig ako mag-people watch. Lalo na nung naging stand-up comedian ako, sometimes I would just go to sa mall, bibili lang ako ng Auntie Anne, tapos uupo lang ako sa mall bench. Alam mo yung mga bench na malalamig sa mall na iniisip mo, sino kayo umuupo dyan? Ako. Ako yung umuupo dyan. At ako umuupo ako at nanonood lang ako ng mga tao. I used to do that nung maraming pa akong oras. And I would just observe people. And I would just like, pag may, may tao naglalakad, iniisip ko, ano kayang trip nito? Ano, ano kayang what's he into? Like, I'm trying, parang hindi ko alam na maganda pala siyang exercises on, on you know, observance. Diba? Like, ob- being, being observant. And I think it it played well nung na-harness ko yung power of my observation to making turning it into a material. And honestly, hindi siya, tawag dun, hindi siya something na nakokontrol ko. Because when people think na when I write jokes, people think I sit down on a table, I have a paper or a laptop, tapos mag-iisip ako ng topics, mag-iisip ako ng joke, and then tapos na siya. Because, you know, sometimes ganun mag-inquire yung mga tao eh. Like, how much to make a joke about ganito for 10 minutes? You're gonna make a joke about it? Ganyang klase. And may mga taong kayang gawin yun. And those are, those are a writer's job. But if you're a comedian, you do not get to choose topics sometimes. Sometimes, ito medyo profound, pero the topic choose you, chooses you. Eh. Parang more of the things I talk about are the things that I'm affected by. Kunari, nung pandemic, medyo in, may init ako sa gobyerno, so I did a lot of like anti-government jokes. Alam mo Or yung mga nakikita akong pagkakamali nila, ginagawa akong jokes. Uh, I did a joke about PNP Pidea shootout. I did a joke about Harry Roque, na pinagtatakpan si Duterte. Mga ganong klase. Those are things that I just observe, not necessarily in the room with them, experiencing it. I just see it on Twitter or sa, sa social media or sa mga news sites. And nakatrigger yun sa akin. And once I get past about, ano, uh, once I get past na natrigger na ako, and I'm angry, I then channel that anger into material. And that's how I 
healthily process my anger, I guess. Parang ganun. So, sabihin natin, hindi ako, um, sabihin natin, sabihin, like, kunwari, pag sabihin natin may joke ako tungkol kay Harry Roque. I didn't sit down on a chair, put Harry Roque on my notepad, and then brainstorm, mind map about Harry Roque. I never do that. I used to do that, pero hindi maganda yung kinakalabasan. The material I use are the things that I'm naturally affected by nga talaga. So kung may isang time, nagkikrave ako ng peach mango pie, di tatry kong gamitin yung craving na yun sa into material. Sometimes di siya gumagana, pero minsan gumagana siya. Di ba? Yung galit ko sa gobyerno works sometimes. Di ba? And it's not necessarily na experience ko yung mga pinagawa ng mga nila Harry Roque first hand. Pero alam ko, napapansin ko. Alam mo yun? What I'm trying to say is that pag-observational comedy, it's not something na you look at, oh, what I'm gonna, what, na you consciously direct yourself na, okay, gagawa ko material today. Let's do it. No. You have to be on the whole time. Kaya parang iniisip ko sa utak ko, Tamad ba ako? Kasi I don't really sit down and write it. I just exist and move, go on with my life. Kung gagawin ko, if I'm gonna pay bills today, kung maghahatid ako ng tao today. And then, dun ko nakukuha yung mga material ko. Mga ganong klase. At the same time now, exp- yung experiences mo and observations, pwede nagbimix-mix na in everything. And then, it becomes this complex uh, material na people get to enjoy. That's the conceptual phase of comedy. I think the next phase would be technical, which is yun talagang uupo ka and write it. No? So yan, ano naman yan? So may nag-gather ka na na naisip mong experiences, you jot it down on your phone or your notebook or mga napapansin mong shit and now you try to expound it. No? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, what I normally do is not really super write it verbatim. I just write keywords of, of thoughts that I think is funny. And then, ang pinaka-process ko is really get on stage and talk about what I wrote. Tapos, try to hit those keywords na or key sentences na sinulat ko. Pero it's very loose. Like, I'm, I don't write verbatim. Kung mapansin nyo, when you watch me over and over again using the same material, not one material sounds the same because I never write it word per word. So, isa yan sa mga ginagawa ko na, na things na hindi ko alam kung tamad lang ako, pero I used to write verbatim tsaka nagtutunog mechanical siya, mabilis naging nakakasawa yung joke eh. Try to change up a lot of things every set kasi I believe a joke is never finished. Like, it's this it's it's not like okay itong joke na to pulido na to this is how will i will say it every every gig i used to do that pero ngayon hindi na ngayon 
every gig, I try to insert something new or try to stretch it or try to rearrange the words, rearrange the punchlines. Kung mas malakas na punchline, lalay ko sa dulo. Find a way to tell it ng a different, like, do I tell the story chronologically o magsimula ba ako sa ending and work my way back? Magsimula ba ako sa gitna? Ganong klase. That's the fun way that you can be creative with it. Because ang, ang jokes kasi talaga, ang, ang main formula naman jokes is set up punchline. Set up punchline, set up punchline, set up punchline. Puro ganun lang naman siya. Diba? Pero if you now try to, to magaling ka na magsalita and you're trying to, to tell it like it's a story, that's why minsan may mga tao, pag nakakalood sila ng magaling na comedian, ang main feedback is that, ah, parang nagkukwento lang siya, no? which is wrong, super wrong because ay narinig yung mong kwento is a fucking bramble maze of punchlines and complicated tags and and jokes interwoven made made it sound like a story para hindi nyo makita yung punchlines stand up comedy is so hard to do and it can't be simplified by people like we I've read books about it yung mga joke anatomy how to do it, and every single person has a different way of doing it. That's why it's always challenging. I think the 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 main point of this episode, honestly, was to show you my process. If you want to try and and try to do something, I suggest you try it, pero the, my best advice always, kahit pa workshop ako, is really just find find a way na comfort comf- comfortable ka and there's no ano naman tawag doon wala namang there's no shame in getting someone's process or getting someone's methodology and using it and and turning it into your own there's no, there's no shame in that basta hindi ka lang magnakaw ng material okay lang yan parang ang pinaka similar na process ko from what i heard is bilber si bilber si bilber naman ako nagsusulat pa ako si bilber hindi daw nagsusulat eh he just writes topics, tapos para may way lang siya of ranting and getting it out on stage. So, may nagsabi na, oh, you're writing on stage. Some some, some foreign comedian told me like, uh, na, na ganun daw yun. Yeah, I do write on stage talaga. Like, sometimes I would do jokes na sobrang haba, tawan-tawan mga tao, kala nila sunod ko. I wrote like 10% of that and then filled up like the, the rest of the 90% on stage. Minsan ganun talaga. And then, syempre, naka-record yun, i-retain ko na yung joke na yun. So, for the next set, tatry ko siyang pahabahin ulit. And that's why I get, I'm one of the comedians that gets to do like an hour, an hour and a half, hour, 45, two hours worth of kaya ko mag-ganong set because dagdag ako ng dagdag sa material ko eh. Alam mo yun? And for people that are watching yung mga theater shows ko pa ulit-ulit, know that itong mga joke na to, it was honed in smaller shows, like yung mga Zoom shows. Tapos yung final itsura niya was on, di ma final, more of like yung pinaka-prime na na form niya. Yun yung po-performing ko sa mga special, which is yung sa mga theater show. And then, every theater show, I try to improve it or say it differently because some people watch me again, which nakaka-pressure. Kasi, basically, yung pinaka-core na jokes na gagamitin ko is the same. Eh. I change it up a little bit, like 20% I change up every time sa tawag dun, every every time mag-perform I, I change it up kasi ako rin mag-asawa kung hindi so yun if you have all these material na na write nyo down 
I know kung nagsimula ka, you want to start verbatim or anything na ganyan, that's fine. Pero I suggest you also give space for yourself na pwede ka mag-riff on stage, pwede ka mag-adlib. It was very simple dati. Akala ko para pa nag-adlib ako, alam mo yun, inisip ko adlib lang yun, hindi na pwede magamit ulit. Kasi inisip ko nakakatawa lang yun in the moment. Parang ganun. Si Alex Calieja actually told me na bakit yung jokes mo Ibang, ibang way mo siya sinasabi every time. Sabi ko, kasi minsan nag-adlib ako eh. Sabi niya, ba't di mo kunin yung adlib mo na gumana tapos sabihin mo ulit sa sunod na show? Tapos, you know, something in my mind just clicked in my head na parang, oh nga no, putang ina. Sabi niya, oh, nagsasayang ka, parang sinusulat mo na rin yun eh. Parang gano'n na rin yun eh. Bakit ka pa nag-ano? Bakit, bakit ayaw mo gamitin yung gumagana naman na, na adlib sa previous show? So, yun. Always have space to play around with your material. Don't don't be restricted with what you write. Okay, matakot, masyado. A lot of our process is uh, dealing with errors or moving on from errors or learning from errors. So as long as you are trying something new all the time, panagaset kayo, you're you're good. Okay, stand up comedy is a ever improving process. Hindi siya tulad ng music. Na okay, may, may kanta na tayo, this is how we'll sing it more or less every time may show. Right? Hindi siya ganun. Okay? Stand-up comedy is a fucking evolving piece of matter every fucking time. Okay? And um, just so happens na may mga popular versions lang of the jokes that we tell because recorded siya and lumalabas yung, I mean, more people get to watch videos than, than live performances. Pero... Let me tell you, guys, each time I perform, halos ibang iba talaga yung mga sinasabi kong uh, shit. Lalo na ngayon. Anyways, thank you so much. If you have any questions regarding this, uh, if you have any feedback or whatsoever, you found this thoughtful, you want to engage in some talk, hopefully, hindi all busy. If I'm not busy, just message me on IG. And uh, sometimes I respond there. Kung, kung di ako busy or di ako nalulunod sa mga mga hate, hate messages mga ganun I do from now every now and then I do like a like a workshop pero marami nagtatanong like gumagawa magbibeginner workshop ka ba honestly I don't I don't like na mag tawag dun, magturo ng mga taong hindi pa nakakapag stand up comedy I think stand-up comedy should be tried first ng raw talaga, which somehow I did then. Ganun din ako nagsimula. And after that, tsaka tayo mag-usap about the technical aspects of it. Yun. Mas, mas, ma, mas, we can speak our own language. There's, there's so many things in stand-up comedy na hindi mo siya ma-explain via words. Eh. You have to feel how it is. Pero so, if I do workshops, I open it lang sa mga tao na may kahit like a month of experience okay lang sa akin basta may experience mo dati nga one year experience yung, ano, yung requirement eh. pero parang binabaan ko na two months so yeah you gotta know how it feels like before you, you try to get technical about it anyways ladies and gentlemen thank you so much this has been Red Oliero pwede na tayo matulog The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.